The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Oh, Luna, how do you get so high? Welcome to Why We Are Here with empowerment coach, energy healer, and visionary author Sharon Rose Washington. Why We Are Here is a portal of heartfelt communication designed to inspire you with expansive words of wisdom, personal insight, and open candor from luminary guests around the world. Now, here's your host, Sharon Rose Washington. Hello, and welcome to Why We Are Here. I'm your host, Sharon Rose Washington. You have now entered into that comfortable atmosphere where luminaries from around the world join us to share their findings and opinions. My stellar guest today is an international treasure by the name of Dr. Wayne B. Chandler. I first became familiar with Dr. Chandler and his work a few years ago when I ordered his book entitled Ancient Future. I want to say that that powerful title again, Ancient Future. Don't you just love how it resonates? Now, once I read the book, I immediately attempted to contact Wayne, and finally, finally, I was able to confirm him on as a guest. I now have the pleasure of saying, he is my friend, and it was worth the wait. Ancient Future, subtitled The Teachings of Prophetic Wisdom of the Seven Hermetic Laws, is a life changer, a game changer in the game of life. Berkeley College graduate Dr. Wayne Chandler is an author, teacher, inspirational speaker, healer, photojournalist and practitioner with close to 30 years of experience as a master in the field of martial arts. He is a true, living, breathing, natural man. We are honored to have him here on our show. May I introduce Dr. Wayne B. Chandler. Hello, Wayne. Welcome to Why We Are Here. Uh, Hello, and thank you very much for having me. Now, I made mention in the introduction, you graduated from Berkeley, which is like a really cool cool thing on your resume. (laughs) Could you please give us a brief background, like your beginnings as a child, a young, I want to go all the way back, like as a little person, you know, where'd you grow up? Um, Some of your ancestry background, so we can see the path taken by someone who carries so much universal truth and wisdom. Um, I grew up, I was born and spent the first uh, eight years of my life in Washington, D.C., and every summer uh, throughout my adolescent years uh, was a return, you know, to uh, Washington, D.C. during the summer, you know, just to reconnect with my friends and uh, the family that I still had there. Um, my family moved uh, from Washington when I was about eight and went to Cleveland, Ohio, <laughs> of all places, you know. but. Wow. Uh, Yeah, the Midwest was a totally different type of energy, Um, and somewhat, uh, I don't want to say sterile uh, per se, but 
it was a very different um, mixture of, of, of textures that I was not familiar with in terms of the environment, the individuals, uh, the consciousness, which really kept me um, going back to D.C. at any given time that I could possibly muster. So it was probably about um, my early teens that I began to acquire a pretty good foundation with respect to uh, friends and began to shift away from a need to get out of Cleveland to get back to the East Coast and began to, like, really embrace, uh, you know, my, my friends, my newfound friends there and the environment as a whole and began to open up and look at how the environment was, you know, really set formed and structured and what I could get from that. Uh, it was very different, you know, very, very different. But it afforded me um, different perspectives in terms of, uh, you know, how to move through the world, which I was able to take with me when I would travel to different areas of the world because the Midwest, you know, was just, it was, it was a different, uh, totally different look, you know, of on survival and um, individuals and uh, consciousness, the areas were not cosmopolitan like D.C. Um, you know, so you kind of navigated the environment in a, in a very different manner. Uh, probably the only cosmopolitan city in the Midwest um, would be Chicago. Okay. You know, so those were my beginnings. Um, pretty much growing up in the Midwest, bouncing back and forth between Cleveland, Ohio, and Washington, D.C., and eventually, uh, you know, just kind of embracing and, you know, accepting the reality, the new reality, environmental reality that I had uh, now been, you know, consecrated with. <laughs> right. Now, many have praised your, your must-read book, which I mentioned is Ancient Future, and I'd like to read a comment from the iconic uh, Dick Gregory, who holds you in high esteem. And he just received his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. He says with conviction, Ancient Future is a compelling look at our past, present, and future. It's a timely book that will help us to motivate as well as enlighten all who read it. As a source of information relevant to our current political and spiritual climate, Ancient Future will surely become one of the outstanding books in the years ahead and will stand the test of time. I, I agree with Dick Gregory. I second the motion. Was that your intent when you wrote the book? It was. You know, I, I feel, you know, as an author, whenever you sit down to pen anything, you know, you really want to make sure that it has some level of resilience and, and, and a level of continuity that can flow when the environment around it actually begins to change, you know, that there's something relevant that steadfast that will allow individuals to always look upon it and take from that to help them as they move through new and different terrains. Now, we know the present is truly, you know, what we have and where we are. Why do you feel it's important to go back, meaning to ancient times? Um, I guess it was, uh, I believe it was uh, Winston Churchill who said, the farther back you look, the further forward you'll be able to see. Beautiful. And that speaks to many of the cycles that we are under the influence of, which, as they say, you know, 
history repeats itself. And if you understand, you know, the cyclic nature, you know, just of the universe that we live in, then there are lessons in the past that you can pull into your everyday current mode of living and learn from. And it helps you to navigate, you know, your, your current situation. There's so much that you can gather and gain, you know, from what has already transpired in the past. Yes. Now, when I think of ancient, you know, I definitely, you know, resonate Egypt, Kemet, but I also think of the Olmecs um, who were right here uh, in ancient times before America. Can you talk briefly on the Olmecs for those who may not be familiar? Yeah, the Olmec uh, was a civilization that um, arose based on a uh, transcontinental migratory pattern from one part of the world into another. Uh, many of the major influences of the Olmec civilization are believed to have come from, uh, you know, ancient Africa, you know, Kemet, Nubia, and they set up, you know, a very, very developed, highly developed, and philosophically resonant um, civilization here in the Americas. And much of what they were able to accomplish influenced the birth and the eventual evolution of many other cultures that we are more familiar with, you know, like the Aztec and the Mayan, the yes. Toltec, you know. So many of these other cultures literally, um, in some sense of the word, uh, absorbed and fed and were embellished by the uh, cultural signatures left and created by the Olmec. And there's huge uh, remnants of them uh, for people to even physically uh, be aware of, yes? Oh, definitely. Um, they left these, <laughs> these huge heads, you know, which um, I believe the Smithsonian has one. Many of the heads have been uh, moved from their original places at this point in time. Some of them, from what I've heard, are very difficult to find now. But those are uh, just an awesome um, reminder, you know, of not only the Olmec civilization, you know, as a whole, but the individuals that came and helped to infuse this civilization, you know, with, with remnants of an African culture. Uh, let's move and talk about the book, Ancient Future, and its information on the seven hermetic laws. Um, first, first, I want you to, to press upon what's powerful about the number seven first. Um, seven, in, in many of the, uh, the systems of numerology, is, is a law that denotes uh, somewhat uh, spiritual uh, consecration. You know, so you look at the various um, things that we hold as as important, which reflect the seven, you know, seven seas. Um, you have uh, the, the seven, seven days in a week. Um, you have the seven cardinal colors, uh, the seven key notes, you know, on the musical scale. Yes. Um, they reflect the seven continents. Uh, you know, it's held at age seven, um, is the age of reason, you know, twice that 14 is the age of puberty, and then 
you know, 21, thrice that is the age of maturation. So, you know, 52 weeks in a year. So seven has always been a um, a number that signifies uh, a a spiritual uh, consecration, which allows things to function in a universal schematic. You know that there's a very deep universal integration which is now at play when you use the vibration of seven. Many um, of the uh, systems. In the East, use the seven. They say that the seven directly connects to the Kundalini energy, and that by using um, different uh, things that you do just on a daily basis, in sevens will actually feed in energetically and vibrationally to help enhance and create stimulation and activation and invigoration, you know, with the movement of kundalini energy in the body. So, for example, um, what can I give? Okay, say you, something as simple as this. Say you go to a gym and the trainer says to you, okay, we want you to do 15 reps of this. Instead of doing 15 reps, you do 14 reps because the 14 is based on twice seven. And that energy that you're acquiring and accumulating goes directly into the invigoration, you know, of the Kundalini system, as opposed to doing the 15, which will feed more into just a basic, you know, physical uh, system. So seven, you know, has a, a very powerful spiritual significance and you can see it just in you know how in the biblical tradition you know god created the heavens and the earth you know in six days and then on the seventh day you know he rested he rested so let's um let's start with um one of the seven hermetic laws and just briefly you know because i want to go through all of them briefly um discuss how each law impacts our life uh, on the planet and what each what each law means what it is okay <laughs> i know we're going to try to do this brief each one so, so the, which which one do you want to begin with i know i know the principle of uh, mentalism the principle of mentalism is is probably uh the most profound um because it it deals you know with you know what is the divine you know what what exactly you know is um the source from which all things you know uh have come through have come forward have come from so the principle of mentalism basically states that the all which was the term that was utilized in antiquity you know the all is mind and the universe is mental and in essence what that really says is that the all is pure mind or what we refer to today as spirit and that the universe is a mental projection of that divine mind okay so what we're saying in essence is that all of what we see 
in our three-dimensional construct is an illusion, that it really does not exist. It's just merely a uh, fabricated projection from the mind of the all. Yeah, like a hologram. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. It's a hologram. And so when you get into, you know, the the work of individuals, you know, such as um, David Bohm and Elaine Aspect, who were two of the forerunners in quantum physics, you know, you begin to see that a lot of what we identify as a holographic reality is, you know, indeed very accurate, that this is the shape, this is the structure, you know, of the universe around us. And when you get into the idea that the only real thing within us that makes us who and what we are is that spiritual spark which has been given to us via the source, via the divine, then you have the key to understanding or deeply understanding the power that you carry to change and manipulate and redirect your three-dimensional construct or environment that you move through on a daily basis. Okay. I I want us to move through the other principles, but we're going to have to do it um, after we take a break, okay? Okay. All right. So we're going to take a break for commercial, but we'll be right back with author, healer, Dr. Wayne B. Chandler. And if you'd like to reach us at Voice America's Why We Are Here to let us know what's on your heart and mine, then kindly email us at Sharon at whywearehere.info. That's Sharon at whywearehere.info. We'll be right back. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Wouldn't you love to experience formidable personal transformational changes to highly benefit your life and those around you? Do you want to eradicate anything holding you back from living with focused clarity in a harmonious lifestyle of the highest of intent, vitality, and abundant well-being? Empowerment coach, energy healer, and visionary author Sharon Rose Washington is here to assist you in the revolution of your evolutionary self. In these unpredictable times, it is important to connect with one's own pure inner power base of expansive creativity heightened intuition, and radiant fulfillment. To contact visionary Sharon Rose Washington for information or to make an appointment, call 323-960-5167 or email Sharon at whywearehere.info for a free introductory consultation. For immediate empowerment coaching and energetic transformational healing services, please call 866-231-HEAL. That's 866-231-HEAL. It's time to celebrate the joyful life of the authentic origin you were meant to live. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. Welcome back to Why We Are Here. 
with empowerment coach, energy healer, and visionary author Sharon Rose Washington. If you have a question about the program or would like to share a comment, please send an email to Sharon at whyweareherein.info. That's Sharon at whyweareherein.info. Now, back to the show. And we are back with our illustrious guest, Dr. Wayne B. Chandler, visionary, author, teacher, lecturer, and healer. Wayne? Hello. Good to be back. Now, we were discussing the seven hermetic laws, and let's move to the principle of correspondence. Yeah, the principle of correspondence is locked in um, symbolically, uh, geometrically, in, in what is known as uh, the, uh, the Star of David. Most people will refer to it as that. But it's also the Star of Vishnu in ancient Egypt. It was the Star of Creation. But it's the two interlocking uh, triangles. And basically what it symbolizes is as above, so below, so below, as above. So this looks at um, and gives us the understanding of if you can really grasp the idea that all of what is made around you in the in the uh, macrocosm has a microcosmic expression as well. So when we look at the universe and more specifically the solar system in which we uh, you know lie, we see how the sun is central, and then we see the planets, you know, which orbit, you know, around the sun. And then when we look at the microcosmic expression of that, you know, we see an atom, you know, and we see that the nucleus sits central as the sun does in our, in our solar system. And then you have the protons, the neutrons, and the electrons, which, like the planets, orbit around that central form. Okay. Let's move on to the principle of vibration. Vibration deals with uh, the fact that everything vibrates. You know, there's nothing that is not in a constant state of vibrational frequency. Now, those vibrational frequencies can go from uh, the slowest, which creates a more dense um, you know, expression of what we see in the world around us today, three-dimensional, to the highest which means that things can vibrate so fast that they're virtually, they virtually seem to be standing still. Um, vibration is in everything. You know, emotional okay. fields are vibratory fields, you know, which impact and affect us on very profound levels, you know. Okay. All right. Let's move on to the principle of polarity. Polarity deals with uh, what we refer to as the law of opposites. You know, we see it in the uh, um, structure of uh, the symbol of yin and yang. It basically states that everything is dual, everything has poles, you know, everything has this pair of opposites. The like and unlike are the same, you know, but they are identical in nature, you know, okay. which, you know, basically means that, you know, high, tall, short are all the same in nature, and that being size. Hot okay. and cold is the same in nature, that being temperature. All right. We'll move on to the principle of gender. Gender uh, is a very powerful principle which deals with that the fact that masculine and feminine is in everything, regardless of what it is. You know, it's the unition, the combination, the blending of masculine and feminine, yin and yang, that literally allows the whole procreative process to be a, uh, a factor in, in the universal scheme and consciousness that we live in. 
Okay. The principle of rhythm. Rhythm is very uh, specific to this particular time because rhythm deals with the fact that, you know, everything, like, flows out and in. You know, uh, everything has, you know, it's, it's tides. All things change. Nothing remains the same forever. You know, the swing of the pendulum in one direction you know, is is balanced and measured to the swing with the swing of the pendulum in the opposite direction. So there's compensation there. Whatever goes up at some point must come down. Okay, and the principle of cause and effect. Cause and effect. Cause and effect is uh, <laughs> one of my favorites because it deals and ties in to the idea of of uh, karma retribution. Um, whatever the energy is that you put out in the world, you know, there's a responding energy, a like energy that you attract, magnetize back to yourself. You know, so cause and effect is um, dealing with what we refer to as the law of causation and that regardless of what the action is, you know, there's always going to be a reaction based on the quality and the texture of the action that you implemented. You know, you've held discussions, and I think this is a great um, segue for a question that I wanted to ask you. Um, you've held discussions in reference to biosphere uh, versus technosphere. Uh, can you elaborate on the impact um, of synthetic substances and how they're affecting life on the planet and our atmosphere? Oh, no question. Um, I mean, we... The planet itself is biospheric, which means that, you know, it envelops and, and encases all organic life and allows the evolution, the invigoration, you know, the maintenance and sustainability of all organic life. But since we have been um, in, you know, uh, the throes, you know, of, of the culture at large, there has been an amazing shift out of the biosphere into a more technological um, web of, of how humanity should be operating. And with that, you know, we literally step away more and more so from our organic natural roots, which in the larger scheme of things makes us less and less connected to our humanity. So the more we become enveloped, you know, in the technological processes that are being offered to us and we move away without balancing our integration with the biosphere, then we begin to literally um, sacrifice, you know, what it is to be a human being, what it is to be a uh, integrated being, what it is to be a uh, spiritual being. And yeah. that can wreak havoc, you know, on the planet as a whole. You know, that's one thing I love about um, working with Voice America, because we're able to have programming like this. We utilize technology. Technology doesn't use us. So I just think it's wonderful, the engineers and my producer and everyone, and, and how we're, you know, Voice America's been able to be around for a long time doing what we do by having people like you on. Um, let's discuss artificial time, uh, meaning linear time versus real time. Boy. 
<laughs> in, 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 in a brief yeah. Yeah. discussion. Um, well, in essence, in essence, when you look back into, into deep antiquity, everything was like compounded and expressed through uh, calendars and, you know, through the various cyclic processes, you know, that humanity, um, you know, was connected to. So it wasn't a linear process. It was a very cyclical process. So we had 13 months and, and 28 days as a calendar. And what that signified was that, you know, it was more lunar in, in, its, in its essence. It was based on a feminine dynamic that, in its very design, correlated human consciousness with the moon cycles of intuitive, psychic, and telepathic power. Um, this particular blueprint ensured, you know, that being locked into this, you did not have to think, you did not have to ponder, you know, what you were, where you were within the schematic of just psychic and intuitive integration, you know, because that is who and what you were. It aligned the consciousness of humanity, you know, with a fourth dimensional reality, you know, which corresponded to the heart chakra, corresponded to love, peace, harmonious accord, um, and that's who we are, you know, and that's one of the things that really, really needs to be understood with respect to our nature is that our nature is not three-dimensional, that our nature is a fourth-dimensional construct. We are fourth-dimensional beings, and, you know, this can be seen in terms of, you know, just how our spiritual design, our energetic technology, such as the chakras, the various meridians, or in yoga they refer to them as the nadis, which distribute life force throughout the body, you know, as well as the endocrine glands, which establish, you know, constant dialogue, you know, with these transcendental portals, you know, that we refer to as as the chakras. But being um, entwined with the 13-moon calendar, it allowed us to effortlessly, you know, uh, be connected to an innate ability to create and create without challenge, to create without resistance, to take the realities that we wanted to manifest, you know, before us and have that done. So once we were removed, you know, from that, then um, it just created a totally different reality, you know, because like one scientist, uh, the way one scientist um, broke it down, he said, just as air is the atmosphere of the body, and I have to really pull this out to remember all of this, um, so time is the atmosphere of the mind. If the time in which we live in consists of uneven months and days regulated by mechanized minutes and hours, then that is what becomes of our mind, a mechanized irregularity. And since everything flows from mind, it is no wonder that the atmosphere in which we live daily becomes more polluted. And the greatest complaint is, I just don't have enough time. 
Yeah. You know, so when the calendar was changed from a 13-month, 28-day consistent calendar, it really allows the disconnection, you know, from a, a, a cognitive, intellectual, you know, program affiliation with the right um, uh, hemisphere, you know, or really more specifically the, uh, the left hemisphere of the brain and more engaging into the right hemisphere of the brain. So if Tuesday, say, um, say the 4th of July fell on a Tuesday, then that next month, the 4th would also fall on a Tuesday, you know, the, uh, the 4th of September would also fall on a Tuesday. So there's a certain pattern of fluidity and consistency that allow those individuals to move through the world without being structured and locked in to a cognitive presence, which was always making them think, stop, and ascertain what time is it. You know, is, is, is it this time? Is it that time? Where are we in time? And the fact that we do that all of the time, you know, really keeps us, you know, locked into the left hemisphere, you know, of the brain. Everything is thrown off, you know. Even the months that we live in are thrown off, you know. The, the month, the, the August, you know, um, is, is named after, you know, Augustus. Uh, you go into September, you know, um, and September, you know, being the, uh, the ninth month, you know, is really not the ninth month, you know. Uh, October, you know, being, you know, the, um, the tenth month is really not the tenth month, you know. I mean, if you just look at the words, you know, Ak is eight. You know, you know what? You, you know what's interesting? My birthday's August 9th. <laughs> and so you mention August and then you say ninth month. And I've always felt like there's a glitch in the matrix. Of it is. There where is. that's concerned. No I've always, even as a kid, I always felt that. Um, I, I want to be able to, and, and thank you. Thank you for um, uh, stressing on, on the fact that there is artificial time. Don't you feel people are breaking through that, though? I mean, what is natural is natural, and I think a lot of people, especially in the last couple of years, you know, have been breaking through that artificial uh, linear time um, Well, it's, regardless of whether they break through it or not, I mean, it, it's, it's going to happen. You know, like for the, the, the military has used what's called the Schumann resonance or pulse, and this, this pulse, you know, has been 7.83 cycles per second. In 1980, you know, um, and the military has said that this pulse has run consistent, you know, at that particular frequency for, you know, centuries, if not thousands of years. And now in 1980, this, this particular pulse, this resonance, you know, has been speeding up. And um, it's now at this particular time like close to uh, 16 cycles per second. So it's gone from 7.83 cycles per second to now almost 16 cycles per second, which means that time is speeding up. And what this many feel is not so much that time is, is speeding up, but that in essence, you know, it's collapsing. 
yes. and that it's moving into a totally different means of how time will be expressed and it will be more of a cyclical manner as opposed to the linear format that we have been relating to um, with respect to time. Okay, so we're back to the ancient part. Well, we are, you know, because everybody right now should be able to stop and feel how their days are no longer really 24-hour days. You know, everybody can say that because they, 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 they speak it into existence every single day. They say, yeah. wow, time is really getting fast. It seems like there aren't enough hours in the day for me to get this done and that done. It seems like time is really, really speeding up. And they know it. But and they that's don't why have it's the important. science that underlies that process to yeah. validate it. But time is definitely speeding up. And that's why it's important to make the best of your moments and like having you on the show, right? Definitely. <laughs> okay, so we have to take another break for a commercial, uh, speaking of time, and we'll be right back with our guest, Dr. Wayne Chandler. And in the meantime, you'll find me on Twitter at Sharon Isis Rose. Also, email us at Sharon at why we are here, uh, dot info if you have any questions. And go to IsisRoseCreations.com, that's the website, and on the contact page, share with us your take on why we are here. Sign up to win a few gifts and prizes for being such a great listener. Everybody stay tuned for the following announcement. Thank you. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Wouldn't you love to experience formidable, personal, transformational changes to highly benefit your life and those around you? Do you want to eradicate anything holding you back from living with focused clarity in a harmonious lifestyle of the highest of intent, vitality, and abundant well-being? Empowerment coach, energy healer, and visionary author Sharon Rose Washington is here to assist you in the revolution of your evolutionary self. In these unpredictable times, it is important to connect with one's own pure inner power base of expansive creativity heightened intuition, and radiant fulfillment. To contact visionary Sharon Rose Washington for information or to make an appointment, call 323-960-5167 or email Sharon at whyweareherein.info for a free introductory consultation. For immediate empowerment coaching and energetic transformational healing services, please call 866-231-HEAL. That's 866-231-HEAL. It's time to celebrate the joyful life of the authentic origin you were meant to live. You need to live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Our listeners have told us that they want to be motivated, hear about success stories, and positive encouragement around the clock. And we've responded to you. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's here at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Welcome back to Why We Are Here with empowerment coach, energy healer, and visionary author Sharon Rose Washington. If you have a question about the program or would like to share a comment, 
please send an email to Sharon at whyweareherefo That's Sharon at whyweareherefo Now, back to the show. Hello, welcome back once again. I'm your host, Sharon Rose Washington, and we have an honored guest here by the name of Dr. Wayne Chandler with his infinite wisdom. He's the author of Ancient Future. Um, I have a question. If, if you could, just you, uh, go back in time to the ancient uh, part of your book, what would you tell those you would encounter? <laughs> oh, man. Um, that's, that's a very interesting question because regardless you know, of what I might say to them, the ultimate reality would be that change would still be inevitable, you know, but um, I'd give them, I'd paint them a picture, you know, of exactly what the world, you know, has uh, transformed into, but they already knew all of this, you know, and they would just look at me and say, yeah, we know that. Mm-hmm. You know, when you look at many of the, uh, the prophecies, that um, and which are also included in in ancient future, one of those was uh, out of the um, uh, one one of the uh, uh, Puranas, and this particular prophecy was the uh, the Vishnu Purana, and it just basically speaks to this particular day and time you know that we're in, and it breaks it down with such specificity that um, it's it's uh, just uncomfortable, you know, and, when, when and you if read you, it. Where would you choose, though, like if you went back, because I'm going to give you the choice of where, you know, where, what, what place, and around what time would you choose to go back to experience? Oh, wow. Um, in terms of traditional... Uh, more of, of a conservative historical um, time travel. I would look at going back into either. Um, you get one. You no, know, Egypt or <laughs> India. Okay, you said Egypt or India. I said you get one. Okay, all right. And if you could jump into the future, what would you say, and or what would you share? <laughs> if I was to jump into the future, I would say that um, you all did a very great job in getting us here, because if I can come and visit you, then that means we must have done something very, very right and in line with our universal template that allowed us to get through all the challenges that were on, uh, you know, the board, you know, for us to navigate through. So we did a great job, and thank you. I like that. Okay, well, we have some questions. I want to make sure we get through uh, some of the questions that people have sent in to uh, Sharon at why we are here dot info. The first question, are you ready, Wayne, for the questions? Yes. Okay. The first question is from Lena S. and she's from Oregon. Lena wants to know, um, has yoga changed in its um, effectiveness and is it different from ancient times? Definitely. Um, the word I like to use is that yoga has been co-opted. Uh, you know, it's, it's much more of, um, when yoga was first created, you know, and back in the day, um, and when I, and I say that 
with respect to the time and the investment that I myself have put into yoga. Um, I began studying yoga in 1970. So in 1970, yoga was a very, very different, you know, way of, of, of just manifesting, cultivating, expressing, you know, the reformation of, of your creative personal power. And it was able to do that because of the eight limbs. So when we invested ourselves into the discipline, the study, the practice of yoga, it wasn't just learning the asana. You know, it was also, you know, uh, being connected to and enveloping the, the, the other aspects, the other dynamics, you know, of yoga, which was the meditation, the pranayama, you know, the, the dhyana, the concentration. You know, all of these things that created the eight limbs were what made yoga what it is as a, as a spiritual science. And I do believe, and it's not even a belief, I do know beyond a shadow of a doubt that that has been altered substantially. And, you know, it's more of a, uh, of, of a, a program that deals with exercise now and bodily maintenance. And that's not to say that, you know, you are not getting... Um, full and, uh, benefits or great benefits, you know, from having, you know, yoga postures or asana, you know, as a way of exercise, but um, it's no longer the essence of, of what yoga was meant to be. Yeah, and when I think of yoga, the first word that comes to my mind is the breath. Right. Yeah, yeah very few... Very few teachers really uh, teach pranayama, you know, and even in, in that, you know, pranayama, when you look at the, the different uh, philosophies and the sciences that have moved out of the East into the West, there are certain things that have been omitted. And so one of the things that have been omitted, which really makes like pranayama, which really makes tai chi, which really makes qigong very, very powerful and authentic as a tool to self-cultivate and transform, is a technique that's called kachari mudra. Kachari mudra is the placement, the proper placement of the tongue along the ridge or the roof of the mouth. And when this is done, Based on how we're wired, it connects two cords which run through the body. And once you connect the tongue to one of these places on the roof of the mouth, there are three, you have a consistent movement of energy through a circuit that you have now connected within the core of your being. Once that connection takes place, you're able to manifest, you're able to become uh, a much better, you know, practitioner of whatever it is that you may be involved in. So healers that utilize this particular technique of Kachari Mudra, they will find that they no longer get tired. They're no, they're no longer using their own healing energy when they heal. They'll find that they're able to have a much more, uh, a more profound impact, you know, in terms of actually shifting, you know, the hologram of the body or the energy of the individual that they're working with towards a better state of health. You know, so Kachari Mudra, which was left out of Pranayama, 
um, you know, really kind of desecrated the system, you know, uh, because pranayama, like Qigong, is really based and formatted in and around the application of Kachari Mudra. Mm-hmm. Without it, you know, it's just an empty vessel. Yeah, and, and it sounds as if you're speaking more of physical and the physical body and the spirit of the self being more at one. Uh, let's move on to the next question. Uh, Leslie R. is from Orange County, California, next door. Leslie R. wants to know why the secret was so important and why was the law of, tr- of attraction the only law focused on and introduced to the masses? Well, <laughs> I mean, I can't, I can't really... Um, I think with respect to why the uh, law of attraction was focused on was because if you look at the individuals who were in that particular movie, the one thing regarding attraction that they focused on was more uh, material attraction. And, you know, abundance and attracting abundance comes in a variety of different, you know, uh, you know, textures, modes of operation and experiences. So it is important, you know, because we're here with respect to learning how to create our realities on a daily basis. That's our birthright. It is our birthright to learn how to manifest the realities that we want to have before us and within us. You know, so using the law of attraction, you know, I think is a good starting point, you know, with respect to how someone can redefine and redirect, you know, the the course of, of their life and their intentions, you know, regarding that life. The thing that I feel was left out of what is the law of attraction The law of attraction is based on magnetism, and magnetism is what? Magnetism is feminine energy. That's why it's so important with the resurgence of the feminine coming back onto the planet at this time, it's essential, you know, that people begin to understand, you know, understand the uh, importance of this particular dynamic because Without it, we can't manifest. Without it, we cannot produce. Without it, we don't really have full, total, or even a fragment of how we express our personal power. So Mm -hmm. magnetism, the whole feminine dynamic becomes, you know, virtually, um, you know, uh, indispensable. You know, we, it's something that we have to be able to apply and utilize in a culture that is patriarchal, which means that there is a movement away from the feminine, which means there is a movement away from magnetism, which means there is a movement away from, you know, your ability to create the realities that you want to have for yourself. You know, so many, like the organs in our body, you know, all the main major organs in our body, the end organs, you know, lung, heart, um, spleen, liver, kidney, those are all yin organs that basically resonate a magnetic flux. Okay. You know, so we are magnetic beings, you know, and so when you 
basically cultivate the magnetism or the dynamics and aspects of magnetism within your own person. What is your take on why we are here? We're here to really become the creators and the manifestors, you know, that we were meant to be, that we were designed to be through source, through spirit. You know, we're here to go through the trials and tribulations to learn the lessons of what it entails to be connected to the divine. Okay. That, and the that next... aspect within ourselves. Okay. And the next question, um, and I do want for people to know how to locate you, um, just say real quick your, your um, website, and then I have one more question. Uh, my website is um, www.waynebchandler.com. Okay. And I'm in love with the Matrix movies, and I have um, a question that I ask all my guests. Do you take the red pill or the blue pill? <laughs> the, the, the red pill is, is the pill that you always want to ingest, you know, okay. because that okay. keeps you locked in. Okay. Well, Wayne, thank you so much. Thank you, Dr. Wayne B. Chandler, for coming on. And now for my final thought. My celebrated guest today, healer, teacher, author, Dr. Wayne B. Chandler, ranks among a prestigious group of orators and contributing historians that fill in the blanks, such as Marcus Garvey, Dr. Ivan Van Sertema, and Dr. John Henry Clark. Dr. Wayne B. Chandler is a significant presence on the planet who carries within his energetic vibration the contents of his book, Ancient Future. He is a king, a seer, a warrior, and a universal wisdom keeper. His workshops and lectures facilitated all over the planet are designed to change one's life as they receive a shift in consciousness that is out of this world. Thank you, Wayne. Thank you for your light. We all have to take a moment to pause in wonder and to pontificate on why we are here. No life is meaningless. No breath is wasted. We are all a beautiful, intricate part of creation making life happen. Until next time, please keep me in your heart. And I promise to always keep you in mind. Remember, the kingdom, queendom lies within. Always stay rooted in Mother Earth and lifted by Father Sky as you continue to walk side by side with the ancestors and angels. Have an enchanting evening. I'm your host, empowerment coach, healer, and visionary author, Sharon Rose Washington. We hope you've enjoyed listening to visionary author Sharon Rose Washington and her insightful luminary guest. Please join us for another powerfully transformative show next Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on Why We Are Here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For questions, information, and appointments, Sharon can be reached at Sharon at whywearehere.info. Or for direct empowerment coaching and healing, call 866-231-HEAL. That's 866-231-HEAL. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.